right now you don't have any account on social media or you do me yeah <laughs> on everything on everything what do you have facebook instagram uh youtube what else is there uh tiktok no, no. i don't have any you don't <laughs> are you active on uh, these platforms or you just not really that do active, you no. post i don't like videos do you post on, videos on instagram sometimes on instagram sometimes. okay you post pictures um, pictures you, videos. i think you go to the gym so, yeah, you, so you post pictures of you in the gym yeah yeah <laughs> that's nice so you have do, do you have social media i do accounts yeah. I do. In most of them or in all of the, all the known platforms? <laughs> so what do you have? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn. You said Pinterest, I think. Pinterest too, Okay. Yeah. And uh, which, in which one are you the most active? Active posting or watching? No, posting. Posting Instagram, but not really. Lately, I kind of stopped sharing. What... what, what did you share before like your pictures and pictures uh, especially yeah. from trips yes cooking. when you go when you go when you have trips around yeah. the country or outside uh, the country you post country, okay yeah. that's nice mm -hmm. and um now you said you are no longer active yeah why not uh first i don't have enough time anymore sure. yeah and i started to find it a bit weird when people know a lot of things about me Sure. Of course, yeah. yeah. Is. How is it weird? What did you find weird about, about that? Because about once finding? I had, uh, I was at university and two, two girls came across me and they were like, this is the girl from Instagram. We saw her picture before mm. and that felt we really weird. And, uh, but you, you... I used to have a public account, that's why. No, I, I understand, but... You heard them say that yeah. or they said that to you no, or I what? I heard them. They didn't talk to me. They were talking to each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. That made you feel like a famous person. Yeah, but I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm famous, but yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. But I don't understand why you didn't like it. I, uh, the fact of people know you and you don't know them. Yeah. I don't know. It's that weird. weird. It, it is. It, it is. is weird. Yeah. Yeah. True. And you were not aware of this particular side effect before, or you you uh, never thought about it until I, I it happened? I never thought about it before, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and so did that motivate your decision not to post anymore? Not, or not really. Not post no, much? Not, not really, but I started to post less. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then once I didn't have enough time, and then I had a period like social media detox. I didn't use social media for about two or three months. And I liked it, so... And why did you stop using social media for that long? It was the first uh, month with coronavirus. We sure. stopped university. Uh -huh. I had like uh, a trip that got... So that got cancelled because of the virus. Okay. I was disappointed. So I... That the trip was cancelled. Yeah, because okay. I was waiting for it for like a year. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And then it got cancelled. Yeah. So when it got cancelled, this what has that to do with not using social media? 
I don't know. You but it was maybe one of the reasons. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So okay. yeah. So basically, it's just uh, yeah. It happens when you're like. Yeah, you know, feeling bad or sad, or you just don't want to do anything. So you felt like down, and so you didn't use social bit. media. Yeah, I yeah. understand now. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I didn't get it now and, that you and, are saying and, that. And the thing I, is, I like, what you, no, what it, it happened. It happened to me too. Uh, and the thing is, like, um, sometimes w when you're talking to your friend or something, like outside, or you know, it just, especially when you're like feeling down, and then you're, you're, you're like just coming out of that down feeling um trying to talk to people and uh you know you kind of enjoy it you don't want to go back to your old habits or your sure, old sure. uh you know things that you were doing so was there a period yeah. of time where you decided to stop using social no, media and no. then you came back or you you've never done that no or you never. are not very active in the I, first I'm not, place uh, in the first place yeah, i'm not active at all uh, i mean i just okay. uh maybe from time to time the certain occasion maybe like a wedding or something i would post something like if it's my friend or one of okay. the family or uh -huh. that's about it really like i i, I don't um, i don't post anything else uh -huh. um uh, regarding me for example i don't post photos i don't post maybe rights from time to time but that's about it mainly for messaging that's what i use the I social media for messaging okay yeah. And uh, you you said you had the public account. Why now you have turned it into private? Into private and really few followers. Just few. the people that I really know. You mm. you really know. So mm -hmm. that incident had really had an impact on you. Like you you were like, no, I don't want yeah strangers to know who I am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the problem is that that's the whole point of social media is to be mm -hmm. known by strangers. Yeah, but I don't want to be known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the whole point of social media. Um, they say on Facebook, they call them friends. Mm -hmm. And the question here, are they okay. really your friends? They're yeah, not. you don't know. They're not. Like, yeah. do you have so, 5,000 friends? No. No, yeah. no, no. not really. I, I used to have, have 2,000 or something like that. Yeah. And then just I trimmed it down. It's now 200. 200. 200. It's not even like they, they're not people that I know. They're just mm -hmm. people that I talk to a couple of times, you know? Like yeah. it's not really people that I yeah, really sure. know, like in sure, person. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's, uh, it's good. Like people that, especially if people are in your area and you don't know. I had an incident actually. Uh, there was happened? this guy. He sent me an invitation. Uh, I saw his last name and it's, uh, so uh, one of my friends had the last the same last name so i thought he was like uh, maybe he, i met him and i didn't know who he was or something and uh i accepted him as a friend and uh, i talked to him for a while and then he like invited me to coffee or something i think he was like come no, no at the time i was looking for a job i was like yeah so i'm looking for a job if you know like any areas like i could uh this and that and it was like yeah yeah we have this coffee shop um you, you can come and uh, we can talk about it and uh I was like, okay, I'll I'll see about it. Like maybe I'll come and I'll tell you if I'm coming. So I decided not to, because like the moment I told him, uh, it was it was midnight. I think it was twelve or one a.m. So I told him I was going to sleep, and he was like, no, don't go. Why are you going? Like you're bored or what's the problem? I'm like no, 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 I'm just going to sleep. Like maybe I have things to do tomorrow. It's midnight. He was like, oh come on, I was going to find a job and stuff, and uh, yeah and. 
And do you have known this person through? I don't know him. I haven't seen him. And it, and and he's talking to you where? Oh, on Facebook. Oh, uh, all of this is talking to you. Yeah, on Facebook. On Facebook yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it was like. Ah, uh, now no. I get it. Yeah. So all of the, he's talking to you on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Yeah. And, that's uh, bad. Yeah, it's really bad, and, and he was like, and, uh, okay. And, and weird that she, she said, it, you it are is. like, what, what, who are you? Yeah, yeah I don't know you. you know, like I, <laughs> I don't know I just, you, yeah. I just assumed that it was someone that I knew, so I was, I just kept uh, talking to him, and uh, he was like, okay, send me a picture of you so I know who you are, and I'm oh. like, okay, well, who, you are, who are you? I don't know who you are either. He's like, no, I don't have pictures on my phone. I, I, I can't uh, send you a real picture yeah. right now. It's like no, uh, all of these, all okay. of this is weird. Yeah, it's like okay, he, he's probably, he's probably, go he was probably going to steal something from me. Or something. Yeah, sure. He was probably sure. going to lead me somewhere. This yeah. is why. Well, personally, I have mixed feelings about social media. Mm -hmm. I'm like sometimes for, sometimes against, but most of the now I believe that you should be under. Like, like control it. No, don't uh, let it control you. Of course, like try and, uh, to control. And after it. I like, I was like, okay, no, I'm not gonna give you my picture. I mean, he was like, uh, so basically after I told him this, I I just closed the closed Facebook and went to sleep. And then I woke up the next day, and like around the time that I told him I was coming, he spam messages me like, where are you? Where are you? I'm waiting for you. Where are uh -huh, you? Where are you? You know. Uh -huh. Like these messages, I'm like, no, I'm not coming. It's like, why we we agreed to come? Why did you be well, betray is, me? Why this, did you? This, this you know? looks like he, he got so emotional. Sort of, yeah, he got well, so the, emotional. This, yeah. sounds, this looks like some sort of a scam. Ne definitely, like yeah. I picked up on it the moment he was like sending me a picture of you. You know, I was yeah. like, nah. It can be a dangerous place. Yeah, if you don't. Yeah, he told me like a coffee not... shop in this place. You know, that's what. Uh, yeah, many people I, uh, got scammed over Facebook and Messenger. It happened. And, uh, I mean, a friend. It's not related to this uh, topic, but it's actually someone that I accepted on Facebook, and uh, thought the, the same thing. Like you accept random people. That's the problem. That's what I used to do. I accept random people that send me mm -hmm. uh, invitations, mm -hmm. and I accepted this this person. And um, I, I think we talked like for maybe. Four, uh, four minutes or five minutes and uh, we basically ended the conversation and the next day i get a message on my email telling me that my uh my facebook uh what do you call it facebook business or something the page mm -hmm. that, what do you call it facebook business business yeah yeah that that account is preparing to send oh no no it it, it told me that your video was taken down or your 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 i don't know your video or your ad yeah your ad was taken your down ad, your yeah. ad was taken down like what ad what oh ad is it talking God. about and i yeah. open facebook and it's like this weird thing in bulgarian and i'm like yeah, what yeah, yeah. That what is this to me once too yeah and i was like what is this i, I yeah. didn't i didn't give them any information mm -hmm. i just accepted them as they a friend used uh, a fake credit card or something, something. like that to but open, how do uh, they get access to your account though by hacking it. How? No, I I didn't get my Facebook account hacked. Huh? It's just out of nowhere. I think it's some kind of a trick. I don't know how they got it. They got into my um, Facebook business. <coughs> That's what they I'm saying. Get... They hacked your, your Facebook <clears throat> business. Or they hacked your Facebook. But how? And the, you I don't, don't know. know that. They hacked into. That is, they, they've probably stolen or figured out your Facebook. 
your your pass password if they did they would also hack my main facebook account but uh -huh. they couldn't do that yeah. they just went for this business account uh -huh. and it got taken down because of that i don't know what they were trying to do <clears throat> and i know that happened <clears throat> to me once and it's about hacking because i don't know what they do exactly they can uh set up a, a facebook business account mm -hmm. with your main account and then they use uh credit cards fake ones to start campaigns ads Ooh, that's, and, that's, what and that's what happened so it it could be video it could be political ad it <clears throat> could be anything anything yeah and um i've been sent messages or emails about all the the ads that were run and the amount of money that was taken true that's from the, thing. the from the credit card and so what i did i the first thing you have to do at that point is change your password Mm -hmm. And you will see that as soon as you do that, uh, that that's going to stop. That's the <clears> first <throat> thing that you have to start with. Mm -hmm. So it's about it's it's hacking. It's 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 been hacked. No, 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 you've never uh, been hacked on <laughs> social media or something like not, that. Not that I know. It's uh, <clears throat> it's yet another face to. Uh, social media use and uh, and the problems that you can have online. I mean, when you are hacked, it's yet an another story. Yeah, it it can be really bad. Mm -hmm. That is, you you are like, who hacked me and why and what yeah. happened? So yeah, just uh, make sure that your your passwords are. You feel fine? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, so we were talking about yeah the, the worst experience is when you get hacked i think sure. when you get hacked you you it's really the weirdest thing ever yeah. i got hacked twice and that happened to me that is they hacked my account and they used credit cards and i don't know perhaps stole money your not main from me. your main facebook account yes okay. not from me but they they probably stole money from other people True. used people's I had the same credit thing, cards yeah. so i was very suspicious and uh paranoid in that period of time when that happened i was like yeah someone is after me or something like that i don't know what's happening what's going on mm -hmm. so i shut down my facebook account for like two weeks or something like that when i was hacked but the first thing I did, as I said, was change my password. And, and so, yeah, that's yet, that's yet another phase of social media that happens and it can get people traumatized. Yeah. So what I wanted to talk to you guys is about your experience as a, as a teacher of English, mm -hmm. as a teacher of languages. And this transition, of course, uh, from being a student to becoming a teacher. So let's start with you, ladies first, of course. So how long have you been a teacher now? Well, my first experience as a teaching was in 2014. Mm -hmm. I was really young back then. I was still studying at high school. And I used to go to a private school to have Spanish uh, session. 
mm-hmm. and while waiting for my father to pick me up, I used to talk to the manager. Uh-huh. And once he asked me, have you ever think about uh, teaching? I said, no, not yet. And then he proposed to me to have uh, a group and start uh, teaching. Teaching what? Teaching Spanish? No, English. English. I was learning Spanish. Okay. And we used to talk in English. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he, he gave me a group. Uh-huh. I started t- teaching middle school uh-huh. twice a week. It was for four or five months. And then I couldn't manage my time, so I stopped. Huh. And then I, I got so my... So this was while you were a student? Yeah. While you were a student at the university? No, high school. High school. Mm-hmm. I was okay. 16 years old. 16. That's mm-hmm. young. Yeah. And at that time, how did it feel like? Was it a good experience in general? It was, was it difficult. mixed or difficult? Yeah, but it was good. I okay. liked it. What was difficult about it at that time? I was be... young. Yes. And it was difficult for the pupil to understand that I'm their teacher. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they don't see you. So their conception or their view of the teacher is Has someone to who's be old. old yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like uh, the authority side. Yeah. All of that. But okay. it was good in general. Mm-hmm. And then I, I stopped. I got my baccalaureate. I went to university when I was second or third year. Third year. At yes. University. And by the way, you did English, right? Yeah. You had an English language major. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I joined the Career Development Center. This is in your this on second year. Third year. Third year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I joined the CDC uh-huh. as a volunteer teacher. Yeah. So the CDC tell people what it is. A career Development Center. This is in the, uh, in the university. It's inside at the university, the... right? Yeah, yeah. Between, yes. Between Anadarko and World Learning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they deliver English classes, English for place for workplace, and they deliver workshop how to write a CV, how to do yeah. an interview. This is and preparing so people for the workplace. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. yes. This is what it is. So I joined as a volunteer teacher. Uh-huh. I was teaching university students. And it was good. And what did you, uh, uh, what is the thing that you taught there? English. English? Yeah, for English beginners. Language, for yeah, beginners. I had beginners. And how was this experience different from your first experience? Was it totally different? Or? It was totally different. The first one, I, I wasn't really guided. Yes. But in, at the CDC, I, I had more experienced teacher with me. Yeah, so um, you had like syllabus and everything. Yeah, and you it was like a, a training for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had like lessons yeah. prepared. Manuals and, and, and so planned, on. Yeah. And planned lessons and everything. Mm-hmm. You just had to uh, put them into practice. And yeah. so it was training at the same time mm-hmm. for you. Okay. So that was, that was mostly positive then? It was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then? I joined a private school mm-hmm. as a Spanish teacher. Uh, there were a group of men. They were planning to move uh, to Spain. Okay. So they needed someone to help them with uh, Spanish. So I taught them. Mm-hmm. It was good too. I loved it. And um, then when you got into the masters, you did masters in uh, translation. translation. Yeah. Did you teach at that period of time? Yeah. Well, once I got my bachelor degree, I joined the paramedical institute. Your bachelor degree? Yeah. yeah you mean you mean your license? A license degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I joined I, I the, 
the uh, paramedical institute. Uh-huh. I was teaching medical English. Okay. And so this is when you were studying at the same time the master. Yeah, first year master. And uh, paramedical, this is teaching adults? Yeah, uh, psych university. Adults, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how was this experience? It was you? good. I loved it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was new. And what I like the most is that I had to learn first what I'm teaching because I was teaching scientific uh, oh, things. So it I was didn't... like ESP, right? Yeah. Okay, I see. Huh. We can come back to that later on because teaching ESP is a bit different from yeah. teaching general English. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. And so, and later on, you, you got into a private school. And private you taught... school, yeah. And I had the... Uh group at university at the university mm-hmm. so um your experience as a as a teacher was was it influenced by your experience as a student or not at all i think that it was how was it because when i think about it right now i thankfully i had good teachers uh-huh. as a student and they could be like a role model yeah somehow so were there things that you, for example, uh, experienced as a teacher, as a student, and then you put them into practice as a teacher, mm-hmm. and they worked? Some of them did, some yes. of them didn't. Didn't, mm-hmm. okay. All right. And were there things that you didn't like in, not in your teachers, but when you were a student, mm-hmm. you didn't like and you said, okay, this is not, what I want to do when I become a teacher, where there Punishment. are a lot of the punishments. Mm-hmm. So Punishment. there were one of them. Yeah. And where there, I mean, of course, punishment is mm-hmm. important as a, as a topic of uh, discussion here because some teachers think that this is something that works. Some mm-hmm. others say that, and mostly now I think that it has been proven that it doesn't really work. It doesn't, does it? I think. Yeah, it does. It depends on what type of punishment you're talking about. No, I'm talk- we are talking about traditional punishment, I think. Yeah, the punishment okay. that we know. That is beating up or, uh, or the, the, the kid or, yeah. Yeah, or putting them at the back of the, yeah. Yeah, the class. Yeah, kind, I think. Yeah, I think it, traditional it, doesn't, punishment. it doesn't benefit the student and I don't think it... I think, I think that we are talking about that kind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, and, and as far as uh, teaching the language itself, mm-hmm. where there are some things that you've experienced as a, as, a, as a student and you were like against, and then when you become a teacher, you've said, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, for example, having a French or an English session in Arabic, I don't like using Arabic or using the native language. Sure. Yeah, some of some teachers do that. Sure. For example, you are here to study English, but sure. you're only hearing Arabic. So I, that I has like defined that. you as a, a teacher of English, for example. Mm-hmm. When you would teach an English language class, you say, I'm going to use English from the beginning till the end. Yeah. Or for 90% of the time at, at least. least yeah. But okay. what would you do if the student isn't understanding you? Like, for example, your students are very new to the language and uh, you talk in English to them from start to finish without saying anything in the native language. What would you do? Um, I think you can use things 
but not native language. Um, you can explain using gestures, mm -hmm. flashcards. Um, you can bring uh, like materials, things that you are going to teach. Okay. You can use uh, other ways. So different ways to talk with the students. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But okay. native language is always the last. Choice. True. True. That should be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That should be the last thing you resort to. So you've been a teacher for now uh, a year. A year. Yeah. Okay. So your background is a bit different from hers because you are not a student. You were not a student of language. No. You uh, so tell people about your background at the university. Well, here is my background. I wasn't a student of the language itself, but I had uh, been studying it alongside my 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 school program the entire time until my baccalaureate. So yeah. it basically was part of my uh, of my career uh, studying the the language. Um, that's basically it. So I haven't really no, had I mean, any experiences. Uh, university, university no. you didn't study the language what i meant by that is that you didn't have a license in language no. or a masters in language no. so tell people about that kind of background that is what did you study at university at university i studied uh, economics okay um that was economics and then i went for management and masters no no management is like economics you start with economics and then you you decide which way you want to go you want to go to marketing you want to go to this is in the, in the second the, year in, in the license in the license yeah the okay. license um you decide whether you want to go to marketing you decide you want to go whether you want to go to management so i went for management studied finished got my bachelor there and after on my master's right now i'm studying um marketing so uh, now you are marketing. Uh, you are at, at the same time a student at the university yeah. second year second year masters. masters yeah okay so your 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 background is different from hers in that mm -hmm. you, your uh your training is not in uh the language itself and yes. not in teaching no okay. i got it from outside as i told you before in many podcasts we it's about what you experience outside. Sure. Um, and for example, on as as we we were talking about like social media stuff sure. like that, this is where I get exposed to the language most of the time, and uh, that's what I pick up the language from, pronunciation sure. and stuff now, like that. Now the fact that you were not a student of the language per se, that is, you didn't have a license in English and a masters in English, which is usually what. Uh, the teachers of English have. True. That is, they have a license or yeah. uh, a master's in English and then they become teachers. Mm -hmm. So their training is basically in the language and in teaching the language. True. So the fact that you didn't have this traditional training... It created some kind of difficulties. So, uh, yeah, when, talk when to teaching. us about that. Now, I understand that it was quite... Um, quite a feat for you to learn the language, despite the fact that you are not a student of the language per se, but becoming the teacher of a language is another story. Sure. So a year now into the, doing this, into being the teacher of the language, mm -hmm. in a language that by now you have uh, mastered, um, 
So here's the thing. How how how, how was that? Um. Well, what can I? T- uh, what what I can say is that it, it since you didn't study it in university, it's it's different when you're trying to teach it because in university, as you said, they te- they teach you how to teach the language to some extent. Yes. Yeah, but here you really uh, when you when you study it in a private school or in some way out outside of the normal um type of education that we have is that um you always have this you unconsciously pick up the language and so since you're unconsciously picking it up you're not like having this this teacher that is telling you how that, that is showing you like you don't know like how you got the language itself sure, you sure. just it's just, just over time so you have the knowledge but you don't know how to give it to the students you know? i i uh, i totally agree and i totally understand mm-hmm. and the other problem perhaps that you would have in your case is the question of the role models mm-hmm. that is even if at the university usually they don't focus so much on the methodology that is for the students of the languages they don't focus on how to teach that is they have many different modules mm-hmm. but these different modules are not really about how to teach the language mm-hmm. they are about linguistics and grammar and literature etc etc you have only one module in the third year third about year, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. teaching the language so but even then without this what you have are all the teachers that are teaching you in english yeah and so they provide for you some kind of a framework or True. model to follow yes uh in the lessons or in the masters mm-hmm. To follow or to avoid. Yeah. That is the things that you have talked about, like using Arabic, and you would say, okay, when I, if I ever become a teacher, I'm not going to do that, mm-hmm. or I am going to do this. But the difference with you is that having picked up the language mm-hmm. from the different sources, different sources like YouTube, etc., etc., and perfected the language uh to make the transition to becoming a, a teacher perhaps as you said you don't you you have a language yeah, have you, have the a, you have the knowledge but you don't know how to how to you know give it to the student because you were make... never really aware of the mechanics of the language true, true. okay yeah. now one year into this what were the difficulties at the beginning at the beginning well it it was First of all, it was this kind of new environment that you're in. You're now a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, you have responsibility over these children. You want to teach them, so you want to give them the best, uh, the best possible so, experience that you want. Let's make it clear here. You you are now teaching kids, mm-hmm. uh, middle school, middle school kids. Yeah. Okay. General English. General English. Okay. So, uh, uh-huh. so and these are beginners. Beginners, yeah, new, okay. new, completely new to English. Okay. And <clears throat> so you want to, basically, you have this responsibility that it, it just overwhelms you. Like you, I have, like I'm responsible of these kids. I I need to be good. Like I have to give them like the best uh, experience that they can get. I need sure. them to understand as much as possible. Okay. And this kind of over uh, overwhelms you over time because. You start thinking overnight like sometimes i don't the first time i wasn't even able to sleep i was like okay tomorrow i have a school 
if I do this and what if I do that? If, if they don't understand, how am I going to explain this? How am I going to do that? You know, I had these thoughts in my mind, like uh, they, they just keep coming. And that was kind of a problem because once in, you're in, in class, you're like, okay, this is this is the moment. I, I can't go back now. I can't think about sure. anything. I just have to do it, you know? And yeah, that, that was a problem because uh, it just keeps your mind thinking. You can't like rest at all. So, so in order to find solutions to this, what did you f fall back to? That is, in her case and in the case of many, in my case, when I was a beginner, I had to fall back on teachers that I considered role models for me. That is, the good teachers, the mm -hmm. good practices. In your case, you didn't have that. So yeah. what, what, what did you do? Like Bas I, I basically learned from my experience. Um, the first class I taught. So trial and error. Yeah. Made some mistakes. Trial and error. Tried to fix those mistakes. The next class, same thing happens. I made, a, for example, I made a mistake in this class. I'm going to note it down, avoid doing the same mistake in the next uh, sure. session. Sure. And just like this, I kept doing this over time and... Uh, we're still doing it, but uh, it's so you, way better. You were asking her earlier about using Arabic yeah. in the yeah. classroom. Yeah. Did you do that at the beginning? I did. You did? Uh, at the beginning, yeah. Because yep. I didn't know how to explain things. Sure. And I was so paranoid that if they don't, they went, to help, they went home and they didn't, they asked, like, they, they didn't understand. I was like, uh -huh. no, I don't want them. I want them to understand what I'm talking sure. about. So I, I used it from time to time, but not that much, but I did use it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And and uh, did you think that when you used the when you used Arabic now eventually you are not using Arabic not, no yeah okay now if you compare your use of Arabic at the beginning mm -hmm. and now that you've decided okay now I don't have I, I don't have to use Arabic it's not much of a help to use Arabic sure. now if you compare the two experiences how do you think you have developed there. And uh, how do you think they understand now? Now she was uh, talking to you about using gestures and using flashcards and yeah. using pictures. And uh, how do you think now, how did you, in other words, compensate um, for the use. getting rid of using the native language mm -hmm. in the classroom with, with something else? Here, that, like she said, we had pictures on the, on the computer. And whenever I want to show them something and they don't understand, I just pick up, a, um, I just bring up a picture about the, the thing that I'm talking about. I'm sure. like, boat, boat, you know, yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. I, I just repeat the, the word and uh -huh. uh, they pick it up over time. Also, I think games, uh, we do some games, we play mm -hmm. games in the class. Yeah, games yeah. also benefit, you know, help with this problem. Um, for example, we have a game where basically I ask, I make groups, and I ask the each group to give me a, a certain word that starts with a certain letter. Uh -huh. And the group that makes the the most amount of words, or you know the the biggest amount of words, wins the game. Uh -huh. There's another game also that after we we do this, like we have the the words, we write them on the board, and then we start uh, just shuffle them on the word, like random words. These groups, these uh, this groups uh, words, this groups words, and then we just shuffle them in the in the board. And then one of the students stands up, and then without uh, without looking, picks up a word, and asks one of the 
opposing groups that they're playing with to act the word that he that he chose for example if he chose run the other student or the other group someone needs to show them like acts like they're running so they stand up and they do this yeah, they're yeah, running yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah th this is this yeah. is one way oh, to yeah, fix no, it yeah this is wonderful yeah and you think that now that you've learned this methodology mm -hmm. you think that it is definitely more effective than just using the definitely. native language absolutely yeah, i mean you want them to learn how them. do you think this is helping them more than the uh using the native language directly how do you think is this something that is for example helping them remember the language and uh learn it? yeah they, they get used to the language uh -huh. uh, as i said unconscious learning that's what i'm trying to kind of get across i want them to learn sure. but unconsciously these things are just in their mind and i think that for your particular case this is really how you've learned the language yeah it is unconsciously unconsciously yeah. and so th this is what you want to uh take to your classroom your own experience yeah. and how you've loved you've come to love the language True. yes True. also okay. like recommend certain movies certain sure. yeah i recommend sure. sometimes <clears throat> things for them to watch things, sure. things for them to listen to sure. and so on and so forth they, they are also songs we do a lot of songs in the class yeah, yeah. Songs, songs are, are wonderful good. with kids yeah uh concerning the identity you talked earlier about being a young teacher very young in your case 16. i was also a young teacher when i was 20 but my problem of course is that i taught at the university at the age of like 23 so I was really young at the university yeah. and that created like an identity crisis for me. Like these, these uh, students were very, uh, we had very close age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the, there wasn't a difference. Yeah. Sometimes they are older than you. Some Sometimes they are older, but I mean, for the majority, they are, mm -hmm. they are your age. Yeah. And so what I did at that time, I remember, I had to compensate that with clothes, with clothing. Like I had to, yeah, yeah, well, at the university, <laughs> you are like, oh, what should I do? Yeah. So I compens sure. compensated that with, uh, um, and, and for the record, of course, I was a fan, and I'm still, in a way, a fan of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. And so when I was a student, my identity was that of, um, cool clothes, baggy jeans, oh. all all the stuff. Yeah. And so the transition to becoming a teacher was very difficult for me mm -hmm. because I had to look like True. respectable. That is and, the uh, thing. Yeah, I, ha I and, had the same. I had the uh, same yeah, thing. Yeah, and th th that, was, that was really weird for me to do because I was never like into suits and although that's what i do now generally yeah. but 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 at the beginning that was very difficult for me to do mm -hmm. uh so i was all about sneakers and uh, about jeans or about t-shirts and i have to move to or to transition to to wearing shirts and suits and uh you know those uncomfortable shoes oh my god the shoes so uh so that was difficult for me and and it it looked 
to me like I was someone else how about that you? I didn't that I didn't recognize how how did you manage um with the students were they how 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 were how were your experience with them the students themselves the, the, that's the other thing the other thing is that I I wanted to them to show me like due respect because now I am a teacher and this mm. is that comes from my experience as a student versus my teachers. True. But the problem is that at that time, they were, uh, my teachers, of course, were old Older, teachers. Yeah. So the kind of respect and to some extent with some of them, the kind of fear that we showed was, did match, in fact, their age and their experience yeah. and everything. So what i wanted is to get the same thing uh despite the fact that i was only one year into teaching and that was very difficult so my relationship with them <laughs> was a bit um ambiguous because at the same time uh being a young teacher can be an, an advantage because you 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 have the same interests you have the same you 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 are you can, more you or can less relate better to them yeah yeah you can relate you are more or less accessible more or less depending on your personality of course uh but to find the balance over time that took some time for me to find the balance between the two so how was it for you this change of identity like you are young and cool and you want to and then suddenly you become a teacher and you are ushered into the classroom and you want these people to show you the respect that you want because you are a teacher. Yeah. And so this change or this transition, was it easy, difficult? And did it, has it ended or it is yet something that you are trying to figure out? Well, uh, first we need... Um... My goal or what I was looking for was respect and not fear. I sure. wanted to be respected by the students and I like being that cool and respected teacher mm. at the same time. Yeah. You, that, that's, that's a very difficult yeah, act to, yeah. <laughs> to, to figure out. True, because if you want to be cool, you, want, you oh, have to be friendly If you want to students. be cool, they are going to interpret this like, sure. oh, we can do whatever we want. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh -huh. and, and if you want to be respected, you, want to you, be have, to you have to be strict. Strict, yeah. Show and when some... you are strict, you are like, oh, no, fear. No, fear so no. it's, it's uh, a balancing act. Yeah. yeah. And once you reach that balance, you start to love so your... So how, how, how did you... Did, have you figured out or you are trying still to... I know that personally I'm still, till now, like 15 years later, mm -hmm. trying still to have this balance between the two. I'm kind of tricking them. Okay. First session, I'm kind of severe. Uh-huh. So I somehow reach that uh, small amount of fear, mm -hmm. uh -huh. and then I start to be cooler. Uh-huh. And then now they know that this teacher is cool, but she can be strict because we saw how strict okay. she is. Okay. I see. But how do you show this strictness at the beginning? How I do you how do you show that? Yeah, first session I try to make uh, things clear. Bye. We have some rules to follow. Sure. 
So it's my first session. Hi, I'm your teacher. What are your names and so on? And let's agree on the classroom rules. Like ground rules, classroom yeah. rules. I make th I make things clear, and then I I got cooler by time. Okay. For now, I think that I'm I'm okay with that. It's the uh, you you think that it's working. It's like uh, okay. Okay, good for you. Uh, so so they're, once they're, you find that... They're not good. afraid, but they're at the same time, they're not uh, getting over the line, right? Yeah, I don't have to repeat my words again. And mm. uh, yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, without I think that's the balance. To, without needing to shout or to punish. True. <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. I think that the, the ground rules or the classroom rules are important. Yeah. Especially when they are enforced. Mm -hmm. Like when you show that you are not really uh, doing this just for show or you are really doing this because this is how your classroom works mm -hmm. and that you are enforcing them. That is, whenever these uh, rules are broken, you are going to say something about that, like mm -hmm. coming late or using the phone or uh, talking uh, to someone else while you are talking, etc., etc. All of these, I think, are important to yeah. to enforce in 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 the especially perhaps in the first few weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, but first don't session you, is are, Aren't you aren't you a bit worried that some will uh, if you do that right at the beginning? Aren't you a bit worried that? Well, you would have 90% perhaps or 80% um, understanding how it all works. Mm -hmm. Aren't you worried that one or two or three are going to be like, oh, this teacher is not cool. I don't want to be in this class. Has, has that happened? Um, so far. must be happening for sure. You can't, you can't, you can't really tell. Avoid no, you can't that. tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will face that. But uh, you try to be a bit flex flexible. Sure. If you find that you are being too strict, uh -huh. you can change a bit. You can for, um, use icebreaker. I don't know. You can use... Yeah, that, that is, there is another problem that uh, I faced, is that you have different types of students. You have the shy student. You have the student that never introvert. stops yeah you have the introvert, yeah, you, have extrovert. The extrovert. you have the student that wants to answer everything and if you sure. don't pick him twice he's gonna get mad and he's not gonna yeah yeah, yeah. you know a answer any questions and so you kind of have to find a way to balance these things out you, you so want everybody your to... experience with this for you especially again coming from a background mm -hmm. of uh, not being a student of the language itself so about this transition in identity as you talked a little bit about this earlier but talk to us about your experience so far with this transition from being you know you know a student yeah. or a regular guy like mm -hmm. you are like cool and everything I... and then now you enter into a classroom and you want respect and you want people to do what you are saying yeah. or to pay attention to you or to show you whatever you want them to show you. I mean, fear or respect or uh, attention or how, how was that for you? Well, really, um, I didn't come at all with this, this, uh, this ideology that I had to be respected or, you know, I, I didn't uh, pay attention to it at all. In the first, uh, in the first uh, 
in the first basically the first couple of months of teaching sure. and i was just act like normal like i would act anyway how, any how other would way. you how would you define normal normal would, would you be, define normal like talking to your friends yeah like try almost like talking to my friends okay. strangers still talking to them uh, around their age but also like uh, talking about certain things like um not the things that you would think a teacher would talk about like, i don't know it's, it's food sometimes we talk about sure. you know and uh, after a while i found out that it's not um that good it's good you know you want the students to be open you don't want them to, to fear you or you don't want them to be afraid or anything yeah but you also don't want them to be like out there so much that they interrupt the the session that's so, what's going to happen yeah that's um, what happened yeah. uh, it happened uh, it happened in a class but um I, I managed to fix it to some extent but the thing is that as we said like it's the first expression uh, the, the first impressions that you give um so they pick up that they pick from that what they need to do or what they have to do to kind of um get fame i don't know not famous but get recognized in the class uh, with their uh between like other students in their class so they want to be recognized like i'm sure. someone that sure. you know they have this uh so they they pick this up from this kind of from your behavior like he is not that strict about this i'm gonna talk about sure. this more I'm gonna that's do what's this. that's what that's what's really interesting about kids and even with adults is that in the first session they they are trying to figure you out true like they are They're like always... when you enter the class they are all silent yeah they are not like uh they the are case. not like undisciplined or it is or, always the or, case yeah, or noisy at the 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 first minute you enter the class because they yeah. are looking at you like this and they yeah, are trying guy, to figure you this out guy good bad and then the few words that you say at the beginning I think that they are important. Of course. Yeah, they and are I very think important. that they are so intelligent in the sense that in in the sense that they've had so much experience with, with other teachers, being yeah. into the classroom. Yeah. That they know exactly what certain things mean True. in what the teacher would say and do mm -hmm. that would help them figure out what kind of teacher is this true is she strict is she they're like, uh, like uh, they're like the kind of algorithm we were talking about yeah, yeah they, exactly they, yeah. they they it's insane how uh quickly they can figure you out true like and then in the second part of the session they are like either following what you are saying or paying attention or the Making class is or the class Out of is control, yeah. like a total mess and chaos yeah. and they're like yeah, yeah. nobody cares about you <laughs> it's yeah. insane like uh to uh, because i've i've watched that and uh, yeah and i personally i don't have experience with teaching children um because my my career has started with the university. university and since then i was a supply teacher at uh uh different universities and then mm -hmm. i've become a teacher at 
work in a university, a full-time teacher. Mm -hmm. So my experience was mostly with adults. So I, I personally don't have experience with teaching kids, but sometimes I observe certain classrooms and I see uh, some things that are really interesting. And my problem is that I don't think that now by my age and after all of these years teaching adults, I don't think that I can teach children anymore. I, I, I don't think that it can work with me. Mm -hmm. it, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't because there are certain things that you have to uh, learn over years and certain mm -hmm. um, certain skills yeah. that you have to acquire over years of teaching uh, kids. Kids, yeah. And I think it's too late for me to teach kids, personally. Even mm -hmm. if I know about the methodology of how to teach kids, I can talk to like you about that. It would feel like something completely new. Yeah. But, but then, if I go into the classroom into practice, I don't think I can put them into practice. And yeah, I'll be it like, would, it would hey! <laughs> I this would be like, oh, is, whoa, what what's going on here? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I, I don't think I have, I, 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 w I would have the skills to do that now. It's too late for me. Yeah. I mean, there are certain things that you have to acquire when you are really, like they say, green, like mm -hmm. you are really new. There are, some, there are some skills and lessons that you have to get then. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you will never get them. Yeah. Um, now, you are teaching mostly teenagers, do, 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 or you are teaching kids, like, like, like children between teaching, six and... I'm teaching kids, I'm, I'm teaching six and too. Six and nine, I think. Yeah, six and nine, school. Uh, primary school. Mm -hmm. Do you think that teaching... Which one do you think now you've taught, uh, or you've been teaching... Children, that we are talking about six and mm -hmm. ten or nine, then teenagers between 11 and 16, say, or 15, mm -hmm. and adults. Yeah. In, as far as teaching a language is concerned, mm -hmm. which one is uh, the most difficult for you, in your opinion? In which class do you feel like, huh. I'm talking about beginners, of course. I think teenagers. Because they are somehow switching from being a child to an adult, yeah. and they are trying to have their own point of view. Yeah, sure. Rebellious, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So you need to be patient, and you need to um, expect that they won't accept everything you're saying. Sure. Sometimes, and most of times, they will ask why. Okay. Why do you say that? Mm -hmm. Why isn't it like that? So you need to. Be patient and know how to answer and how to convince them. Sure. And I think that they have a certain attitude. They do. They, they have a certain attitude. Like in the classroom, they look at you a certain way. And mm -hmm. this can be interpreted by the teacher in a certain way. Yeah. And that can be uh, sometimes uh, a room in which there is uh, a lot of different interpretations. And mm -hmm. there's competition between them as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's the, the most difficult. Uh, what about teaching children? 
for children you need to keep them busy and motivated as much as you can uh-huh. and they can't concentrate for a long time so sure. you need to keep switching between an activity and another sure. but um, once you're nice to them once they like you you're good okay mm-hmm. and uh, and adults well for adults i think beginners very... huh? yeah not talking about those who are advanced in the language like of course the the session is going to be more or less okay because yeah. there is uh, participation in the classroom mm-hmm. and so but i'm talking about beginners like adults those who um have missed a few lessons in mm-hmm. at school and so they come to uh compensate to, yeah. to yeah. you to learn the language from the beginning mm-hmm. so for adults it's a bit easier because you won't um, you won't need to make them motivated because sure. they sure. are already motivated they they if are there adult yeah is here it's his own choice yeah, yes true. they want to be here they, are, not they are responsible for themselves yeah. mm-hmm. they are they are even responsible for their own learning mm-hmm. and you can talk to them about that and yeah. they can understand that mm-hmm. because so, adults yeah. already have their lives their career sure their family, their kids sometimes. I agree. So they won't come here and just waste their time. I agree. Yeah, that's the thing. That the, their mentality, they're here to learn. They they, yeah. they acknowledge this. Mm-hmm. It's not like kids. They're like, okay, this is another thing like school. I'm just going to, you know, it's just something that they their parents put them up to. You know, yeah. you have the motivated type, but you also have the type that just is just out of his uh of his power his parents put him here to to learn the language and that's that's a certain type of 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 student that is difficult to teach because you want to motivate that student to to focus with you in the class but when it comes to adults i think it's 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 not a problem at all because the adult is there to learn he knows that he you know he is there to learn the language so he's just gonna follow with you anyway yeah yeah, yeah. i agree uh, although even with adults i think that there are certain problems uh because adults have my problem with adults is that they have certain expectations and their expectations are sometimes not really realistic like they would say yeah i want to learn to i want to speak with the language yeah you know it's gonna take that, some time yeah will, it's gonna yeah, take some one. time mm-hmm. Children and teenagers are, it always seemed to me, are not impatient with the language. They are like learning it and that's it. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't have, have like in their mind, I should learn the language today or in three months or in, they are like learning the language, taking their time, yeah. making mistakes. And I remember that was my case for learning uh english or french once i knew that i wanted to do that it didn't matter how long and um the effort that i'm going to put into that Mm -hmm. so i was just learning the language because i wanted to learn the language i was listening i was watching things in english or in french Mm -hmm. because i wanted to do that but the problem with adults is once they They're have doing certain reason, yeah. certain objectives and goals yeah, in life, exactly. they want to achieve them sooner than, than later. Yeah. Like some of them want to study abroad yeah. and they come to you after 
years. Years, yeah. And they say, okay, now I want to speak the language. Yeah, I can help you with that, but it's going to take some time. Yeah. yeah. And so that's my problem with adults. Otherwise, all what you have said is, and, and that's what I like about teenagers and, and children. Mm -hmm. That is, they are, as much as they have short-term goals mm -hmm. and small attentions or short attention span yeah that's very good and that's very nice to have at that particular age because i think that helps a lot in learning a language uh and you see that in the results mm -hmm. that is the results with uh with teenagers and children are usually uh better than the results with adults yeah that is they pick up the language well, they pick up the accent yeah the, they pick the, up the tone they and uh, i see that in my students at the university because they've um like they they come at the age of 16 17 18 so more or less they are just going out of that uh teenage years yeah so you, you see them the, the way they use the language it's it's wonderful like like really wonderful but <sighs> what i think also um participates or or has an effect on this is like an adult's mind is filled with things it's not like just this yeah language or learning is not the yeah, only yeah, thing yeah, in yeah. his mind yeah, yeah right? i agree yeah so yeah. It, it's harder for him to kind of keep in touch exactly, with the language yeah. or keep in touch with how, the subject. How, how, how much effort they are, they are willing to put into learning yeah. the language yeah. is a big question. Yeah, it depends. it depends. As yeah. much as you give like homework or you give or you encourage them to study the language outside of the mm -hmm. classroom, mm -hmm. uh, some of them would um, keep it to the classroom. That is, yeah. if they have three hours a week, that's it. Three hours, this is what I'm going to devote to my learning experience. Whereas with the teenager, especially with the teenager, they are going to do, I think, more stuff outside the classroom than inside yeah. the classroom. That is, even if you have not given them that. And I see that, I see some of my students know Korean. Like, yeah. I'm like, how do you, how did you learn? Japanese too. No, no, no. I mean, I mean my, my no, little no, no, no. sister, my little Chinese, sister Chinese knows or... how to talk, like, not talk, no, but, but knows Korean. a lot of words in Japanese. No, no, but Korean. It's crazy. But, I, it was but like, Korean is like a phenomenon. And I asked them, I asked some of them, I said, you know Korean and you, but, but what's the thing? And then I heard about BTS and, yeah. and about Korean being drama. part of the army and, uh, and all army. Yeah, the army. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, no. you don't know that, but they know that. The, the, you should is, ask your students. The, the, yeah, the, the, this means that they are fans. Fans, yeah. Fans of these bands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is this is this is something that you cannot probably by now yeah fathom like that's, understand yeah. or imagine and this that's, is that's the thing that's also um is the case for english they are interested in these kinds of things 
So, but, I, but, but sorry, but I, I really understand that. Mm. But I understand English. Like I understand that they are learning English. Like yeah. it's everywhere. It's something that you you would learn because you want to study in another country. Yeah. You want to develop your career. You mm -hmm. want to look cool. You want for many different reasons. Yeah. But Korean. Yeah, because this they like, like they like first this of kind all, of. This is like that's, nowhere. That's the same like, thing. Like yeah, yeah, it's, that's but, yeah. Okay. But that, that's like nowhere. It's mm. not on TV. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's uh, true music and drama, right? Yeah. Drama. So. And there is no way in which they are going to use it outside, outside of that, yeah. Like with friends, and but I see some of them are very fluent, and I'm like fluent. impressed. Yeah, fluent. Yes, fluent. They understand. They can use it. They can talk. They can. And I'm like baffled. Uh, and so, and and the other thing here is that they didn't have any Korean classes. Yeah, like this is a personal effort. Like is. this is yeah. getting into it, trying and watching and trying to figure out the sounds and yeah. translating and then watching long hours of whatever they are watching and yeah. learning the lyrics. And mm -hmm. so I don't think an adult can do this. He can never do this. <laughs> if, if he puts his mind into it, I think he can. Sorry, if if he puts his mind like up to it, yeah, like, but, I but want not to like do a this. teenager would. Of course, like, of course, they I mean, have time, yeah, they have time, exactly. yeah, time, yeah. They have time with it. Exactly, and I think that even at the level of the mind, mm. the mind of a teenager is very interesting. Like it, it can absorb many different things and process. But the mind of an adult is like, okay, give me this. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's more or less direct and knows what it wants. But the mm -hmm. mind of a teenager is very interesting because it's like receptive. It's like an absorbing and because as she said, they ask questions and yeah. they don't agree with you and they. I haven't had this problem at no, all. No, no, it's no. not a problem. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah it's an advantage. Yeah, it's it, not yeah. something that I had at all. Like. Nobody ever asks me like, no, what no. is no, but but perhaps but because I mean, it they... happens from time to time. Like, what is this word? What is this? And what sure. is that? But, but they there don't, is no challenge. They don't, yeah, no, they don't challenge me exactly. They don't like. Okay, why why did we do this? Why didn't we do this? Is that what you meant when you said like? Yeah, yeah. They they don't do that. Some, they don't. It depends. Yeah, I, I've seen that. Uh, it may depend. Yeah, it may depend. I, I, I've seen that in some uh, with some teenagers. Mm -hmm. I've seen that with uh, university students. It depends, but but that's okay. But maybe think... you don't have this kind of students yet. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You will you will meet them. Okay. <laughs> and they uh -huh. are interesting. They are, of course. They are good. Yeah, I'll see. About that's it. what I wanted to ask. When you have this. Of course, we were talking earlier about this identity that you mm -hmm. want to forge as a, as a teacher. Mm -hmm. So when you are challenged, mm -hmm. how does it feel? Does it feel... I don't think that it feels awesome when you are challenged. But you are you not like, like oh, you're, I'm challenged, that's good. Yeah. You are like a bit like, oh, oh this okay, is what's trouble. going on here? <laughs> but, but, but over time, you, you learn how to take that. 
Yeah. But but, yeah. but at the beginning, if you are ever challenged, especially in your expertise as a teacher, mm -hmm. because you are a teacher of language, so usually it comes down to grammar. Yeah. So if you are challenged with that, how how, how did you, talk to me not first about how did you deal with that, but how did it feel? Uh, I think that um, in your first experience, you don't really pay attention whether you're being challenged or no, or whether this is a new kind of learner or this is a new kind of uh, student, because this is all what you've seen so far. You don't pay attention. For example, we have different category of students. Mm -hmm. You don't really pay attention that uh, this is a new one or this one is different mm -hmm. because you didn't uh, meet all of them yet yeah sure but um it depends on the way you no 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 i mean let's put the way uh, the way away mm -hmm. i mean the fact of being challenged in whatever way it is uh -huh. how did it feel at the beginning did it, it feel like something Okay, or some, you were like a bit dubious of why this is going on, or me, destabilizing, it, or uh -huh, for me know. it was like um, a call that um, during the session you won't only find things that are on the lesson. You might find other things that uh, so it kind of motivates the teacher to be prepared. Sure, but. How, how did you feel about that, about the fact that there is this thing of being challenged? So far, I, I liked it. You liked it? I liked it, yeah. And you said it depends on the way. If the way is, if the way is not what you think it is, mm -hmm. that is something honest, mm -hmm. uh, is, is it different for you? I try to make, uh, to make it clear that there are ways to ask. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So once you explain it, you, you want to find it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there would be no disambiguity. Yeah. Like uh, in, in the way the question or the challenge mm -hmm. is put. Yeah, so after this, all, we are here this to learn. Ambigu yeah, this ambiguity would disappear. Yeah. And so... Uh, the challenge is taken for what it's worth, mm -hmm. not as uh, a challenge of authority or yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not a way personal. to show you, yeah, mm -hmm. a way to show you that you 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 don't have expertise in something mm -hmm. or yeah, yeah, yeah. I I understand. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did did you have this, this in your classroom? Not, not necessarily yet. challenge. Uh, but perhaps a question you didn't know the answer to, or yeah, yeah, yeah I did. How did it feel with that? Well, it felt like I needed more, um, more time, you know, before I, as she said, I need to prepare better. I felt like I'm not ready yet. I'm not sure. exactly uh, ready for everything that comes at me. So uh, that that's how it felt. I I started becoming like. Every lesson that I'm going, I study the lesson before I come and I um, try to look at it from different angles. Sure. You know, that's what I started to do. Um, basically, this kind of fixes the problem, I think. Sure. So, you know, everything they're going to ask about, you know, you know, when, when it's about the subject itself. Sure. Yeah.
Well, you can always have. Uh, I'll, give you, go, I'll give you. I'll give you an you example. You have always a surprise question. I, I'll give you. <laughs> I'll sure, give you an yeah. example. For example, it's about shapes. For example, shapes. we have shapes. Uh, the shapes that we have in class are four shapes. We have the square. We have the triangle. The rectangle. The uh, the circle. But there are other shapes. Yeah. Right. And someone might ask you, "What is the shape called?" Now, for example, uh -huh. a cube, a yes. cylindrical. You want to keep these in mind. So I, before, I didn't keep these in mind. I just revised the ones that were in the book. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was going to be enough. But when you come in class and they ask you, what is this in English? And what is this? And you're like, uh, I'll, 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 look, I'll look for it later. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's not good. Yeah, right? it's not good. Yeah. It's not good, but that's the situation that you are going to have to face as a teacher. Mm -hmm. That is, this is like a situation that is going to come sooner or later. Yeah. And I think that the answer that you have given, that is, I'm going to check this up and see. Mm. Luckily, now there is the internet, I think. I, I like wouldn't Google. say that. Like, I, now, yeah. now, sometimes no, I, I just Google it in front of them. True. Like I that's, put it on Google and yeah, that's I, it. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get this I over wouldn't, with. I wouldn't yeah. um, Especially say, if it's a technical I wouldn't say word. It, it's in my yeah. mind. I'm like, I'm going to check it and I'll tell you. Yeah. But I wouldn't say to the students, uh -huh. you know, I, 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 that's not, of course, that's not what you want to say. You're the you teacher, you're it? supposed to know everything. You kind of avoid it. I, I'm like, okay, uh, later. I, I forgot, I'll tell you later. Okay. Things like that. But I think that, um, I, I used to do that at the very beginning, I was a beginner, but then especially if it's a technical word or I understand when it's about grammar, like mm. you are supposed to know that in the language. And even in grammar, you, are, you can't know everything at top of your head. Yeah. But the best answer is to say, I'll check it, I'll check it up and come back to you. I think this is the best answer. Or let's uh, check it out right now. Like okay. you Google it and yeah. you, 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 you answer that question True. right away. Mm -hmm. This is, this is, I think now before we didn't have technology, like you couldn't check up for something, mm -hmm. uh, but now you can do that. And that's, that would make the word uh, for you much easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah. Okay. Hey. That was good. Uh, we are we are an hour into this, so uh, I think we have to stop there. Right. We'll uh, come back to you inshallah next week, and uh, see you soon. Bye. Yeah. Goodbye.